Hang on. Hang on. Halt. Welcome to This Might Be a Podcast. Uh, before we get started, we've got another voicemail from our friend Jonathan Leonard, who is all caught up, and he's calling to talk about something related to Stock of Weeds. Hey, Greg. This is John. Uh, this is uh, me kind of responding to the Stock of Weeds episode, but not about the song itself. Uh, you guys talking about uh, the Vibrant Slap. Uh, one of my favorite examples of Vibrant Slap and rock music is in the trippy intro of Aerosmith's Sweet Emotion, and not necessarily because it's an amazing use or what have you, which it is, but ended up uh, learning that when you listen to the hits, like the third or fourth time, uh, Steven Tyler actually breaks the vibra slap, and you can hear it. They left it in the recording. And also, as a uh, side note, they had no maracas, so the shaker sound was a packet of sugar with the mic cranked up. Anyways, thanks, Greg. Bye. Thanks for calling in, Jonathan. I love little trivia tidbits like that. Uh, studio trickery and fun and accidents are one of my favorite things about recording. Uh, and anyone can call in at 224-801-2930 and on with the episode. Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast, the song-by-song podcast about the greatest band of all time, They Might Be Giants. I am your host, Greg Simpson, and I'm here with first-time guest, Kim Lumpkin, to talk about the song Lazy Head and Sleepy Bones off of No! Lazy can't just say no you have to say no that's right how you doing kim what's up <laughs> how are things are your, uh, in your neck of the woods um it's getting hot yes yeah, it's, uh, it's, i'm in florida so the summer's really starting to heat up we've already got some uh, storms you know brewing in the in the atlantic so yeah it's gonna be Whew. a hot summer <laughs> yeah i'm sure it's nice and steamy it feels real real humid out here so i can't imagine what it's like down there it's uh, It was a hot one today. I tried to go skating, and I lasted like 20 minutes. I'm like, that's enough of that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we do what we can. 
I, I don't, yeah, you know, I don't know, honestly, that much about you, Kim. What do you, what do you do, like, uh, for work? Oh, I'm a teacher. I teach high school English. And, That's what I was thinking. And, um, so I, I haven't really used uh, my vaginas in lessons for, for high school, but I did when I, when I was teaching part-time for, um, at, at a local the college, I, I did, I did use them couple of their songs for one of them we were doing descriptive writing and yeah. I, I played uh, i played you know your racist friend and i had them like write descriptions of the party you know what was going on everything they like that and then um, <laughs> and then i played um we, we did a compare and contrast i played um bob dylan's song um um with god on our side and they had to compare that with the giants kiss me son of god so they're like interesting parallels oh. between those two songs so I like hmm. to do study. I'm trying to think of something to do, uh, you know, with high school. But, you know, that was more like casual. This is like, you know, trying to think of something to incorporate with them. Now, little kids would be easy if I was, uh, you know, if I was teaching little kids. There's so much, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, I did whole, I mean, four years in a row, I did a first grade. They might be Giants unit, which, yeah. you know, we, we learned about stuff through the songs. But as the music teacher, so it's pretty much just to, like to learn uh, about the music. Yeah. And, uh, the content, though, they love, I mean, they love paleontologist was always a favorite oh yeah uh every year roy g biv those two um never did lazy head and sleepy bones in uh the unit but really just because because i mean it was it was a unit prepping to like to do a a program and it was mostly online like video programs because uh we did in person the first year and then COVID hit um so the next three years we videoed it but like, I guess it could be a closer, but like really the intention of the song, as they talk about with No, is that it's like a lullaby. So it didn't really seem to fit right with, uh, the, you know, a program setting. But I do love this song. But before we get to it, I need to hear about your uh, your fandom, your fandom story. Uh, how did you get into They Might Be Giants? Yeah, it's a little bit different than how uh, most people discover them. It seems to have discovered them. What happened was... Way back in '95, the early days of the internet, when I was on America Online, AOL. Woo. And, uh, <laughs> Did and, you get that free CD in the mail, and you're oh, like, yeah. "I gotta try this." And then, of course, <laughs> and the dial-up. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. And so you know, it was, um, but I was just discovering you know different groups, and at the time, I was I, I was really into the show, The Kids in the Hall, you know, the comedy show. Yeah. And the. Uh-huh. Uh, they had the, and one of them did they had this monologue. Uh, Bruce McCullough had this monologue, and like at the end of it, he would um, he said um, it was advice to comedians. He would say, "Always remember, no one understands you." <laughs> so I had a <laughs> so I had a a friend I was emailing, uh, and we'd always end our emails with a "Kids in the Hall" quote. So I, one day I chose that one, and he wrote back. He said, "Oh, that's a that's a great quote when you're feeling sorry for yourself, like." A, like no one knows my plan, but they might be giants. And I was like, oh, you know. And he was like, oh, you gotta check it out. You gotta check it out. You know. That's definitely the first time I've heard someone say they got into they might be giants by way of kids in the hall. That's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I think I kept putting it off though. And like I'd say maybe about four, maybe five months later, something like that. Uh, Bruce McCullough was actually doing an AOL uh, live chat, and he mentioned Whoa. that he mentioned them as one of his favorite, you know, bands. And so. I mentioned it to my friend. He's like, "Damn, I told you to check him out." So I finally, <laughs> so I finally got my uh, uh, got to a, a used CD store, and they had two. 
they might be Giants things at the time. They had a, a cassette of Flood and a CD mm-hmm. of John Henry. And so I want, you know, I, I, I wanted the CD because I like CDs better than cassettes. Right you know, so I chose the CD mm-hmm. and I, I, I remember taking it home. I remember the whole progression. My thought progression was like, you know, subliminal was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, and then and then snail shell. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. And then and then and then. Uh, and then when um, sleeping in the flower started, I was like, "Oh great, you know, more grinding guitars." <laughs> but then when the, when that cute bouncy chorus started, I was like, "Oh my god, this is this cool!" You know. And then um, by the time no one knows my plan came on, I was like, "Okay, this, these guys are great." And then um, the end of the tour just sealed the deals. That was it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's um that yeah they're a band that like if someone just said like the name, they weren't like specifically like. Here, listen to this, you know, and and you're the one that like goes out and finds what album you might not know which one to get, which one you might like the best, what what anything about the band. Like they're a band where, I mean, first track on any album is going to be different. Like like you never oh. know what's coming. Like I heard. Uh, as I've said on the show many times, I heard Dig My Grave first, and I was a punk kid, and that was, like, such a perfect song for me to hear. Um, I mean, other than I had, I had heard Particle Man, you know, the typical thing, Particle Man in Istanbul on Tiny Tunes. But the first time, my friend Patrick was like, check this band out. Uh, my my uh, older sister's really into them. And uh, put on Dig My Grave. That was, like, the perfect song for me to hear for uh, the other stuff mm. I was into at the time. And then I like the rest of it too, because yeah. So he suggested. Well, he well your friend suggest uh, likened uh, it to that a song off John Henry, um, but I'm assuming you just you know the very first thing you heard was Subliminal then, right? Yeah, yeah. What you, what, was that then the very first song you heard, or had you ever heard like Birdhouse on the radio or something well, like actually, that? I mean, it have to be like I, I college a- radio probably. <laughs> I actually have a memory of like when I still, way back when I was a doctor Demento, and he did play mm. Istanbul. I, I remember I have a vague memory of hearing that because I was like, this was a little late at night and I was like half asleep. I didn't remember that, but I kind of didn't really, you know, didn't register. But yeah. I do remember hearing it. Okay, that was yeah. actual well, yeah, first. That makes sense. There <laughs> we go. Cool, cool. And have you been a fan ever since, or were there any uh, lulls in your fandom? Oh, ever since, ever since. I haven't, there's been no lulls with me. (laughs) (laughs) And same with the Kiss in the Hall. Like, to me, they're like, almost like, like, Kiss in the Hall are like, for for comedy, what what the Mighty Giants are for music, for me, you know. And thanks, they've always, Mm -hmm. and they've always had a kind of a connection in my mind, because like, when I saw them um, right before um, the Brain Candy, the movie Brain Candy came out, and, uh-huh. and and Flansburg was saying, you know, and here's a new song by that new new movie by the Kids in the Hall, and it said, "Is that thing still called the drug?" That's what that was the working title, and I knew I knew what it, what it was anymore. I knew they they changed it, so I was I was like shaking my head. I couldn't, I couldn't like speak. I was just shaking my head, and he looked at me like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just went into you know watching the song, but that was a, so I've always been like connected, you know, to me. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, actually, well. Uh... While you were telling this story, I went and looked up uh, Bruce McCullough's management, and I found something, because, I mean, hell, I could get him on the show, you know, that's a possibility, I'm always up for trying, uh, and I found something, AAE Speakers, it looks like it's a Canadian-based um, management company, but I don't know if it's just, like, uh, people booking for 
public speaking events. Like he does, I don't know, like a commencement speech or something. <laughs> but it has stuff from like how far he'll travel, like fees, like the fees he has. I'm like, this is not really that. I'm like, I don't know if he has some other manager, but like there's a virtual event. Please contact. Uh, but yeah, please select your approximate talent budget. Uh, 5,000 or less. How about zero? (laughs) So I don't know. Maybe, maybe he has a different manager for other things like press and stuff like that. Cause like people that interview him for whatever, you know, Rolling Stone might interview him for some article about kids in the hall or something. You know, they're not. It, they're not paying him to do the interview. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've never had to pay for a guest. Um, so maybe maybe it's someone else I need to contact, but uh, I, I feel like that's something I need to at least try for. I need to, I need to, uh, to, to see where that leads. Um, now, uh, when No came out... So you had already been a fan for I guess it wouldn't I, I guess it would have been only like maybe seven years or something you had been six or yeah six years or something you were a fan when No came out. What were your thoughts on that? Like oh they're for, like it's a kids album. What what did you think? Were you yay or nay? Oh well, um, because to me to me like they um, a lot of, a lot of their songs not all but a lot of them they they had kind of a like uh, something about them that would appeal to kids. Matter of fact, like. One of the one of the reasons I think I, that I took them so quickly is because, um, like when I was when I was really small, like around three four years old, my my mom and dad used to play um, the Beatles White Album all the time. And there was a lot of songs on there that like, you know, they're they're not they're not kid songs, but they have like kind of like a, you know, like kind of a catchy you know, kid, a, a, yeah. you know, like um, Rocky Raccoon and um, Hey Bungalow oh, Bill, and, you oh, know, and, and, yeah, and, and yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, you know, so. So like there's something you know some quality like oh and of course Maxwell Silverhammer was, on, was on another one but for another album but <laughs> and so there's something about you know that that quality I don't know that uh, um, so so when they, when they come with the kids album it just seemed like you know it wasn't like to me it wasn't even though I, I you know I, I there was a difference it didn't seem like so stark to me so I, I enjoyed it just as much as you know any any other other album yeah cool. Um... Yes, I mean, I remember when it came out being like I was in college at the time, and I loved They Might Be Giants. I was like, oh, I don't know, am I going to like these songs or not? I mean, because like still the internet, even when I was in college, you know, we had, I don't know, it was like Ethernet or whatever. Like it was faster than you know, we didn't have to dial up like at home, and it was faster. But it still wasn't just like now where you could like, oh, let me go sample some songs on YouTube. Let me open up Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, well, I'll buy it. You know, sure, I'll buy it. I'll take a chance. Yeah. And I liked it. I mean, again, I didn't, it didn't get as many spins as like, you know, coming off a mint car. Um, But I mean, hell, like it was, Mm -hmm. it was good. They might be giant songs. So I was all about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And as far as a demo goes for this one, um, there's a little uncertainty here. Now, I said this in the email to you. This, um, this song was played on the Dial-A-Song service, um, a- according to th- this person. I got this whole zip drive of uh, modem recordings, as they call them, uh, 
I don't know, but I don't know they made a call through their computer and recorded them. Uh, according to this person that I got zipped from, I don't even know who that is at this point. Uh, this got played on a dial a song, uh, June twenty third, two thousand. Okay, so long before No came out. Um, but the the consensus is at least uh, according to the wiki that the version that they played on the tape on Dial a Song is what went on the album. So, like, just the album version, it's just the album hadn't come out yet, and they played it on Dial-A-Song. So, I wanted to see what you thought about this. I went ahead and included this MP3 from this person that I got, and um, I'll drop it in here, and our listeners can decide, too. Is this just a fuzzier, over-the-phone, over-the-modem version of the album track, or is it different? Is it... A demo. your thoughts on this is it just the album track played over the phone or is it a demo i am i'm definitely on the side of that it that it is the same uh track played over the phone you know and matter of fact i i i think remember that i think i might have distributed also to uh as part of their monthly e-music um little say you know things they would send out like a few songs a few things every every month for that year they were on e-music and um you mean like team bg unlimited you mean um, yeah, 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 that's it. Unlimited. Yeah. And so, um, I, I'm, I just, I might be wrong, but I think they sent that as part of that also. I don't remember hearing well, my Dallas yeah. song, but when I listened to it, it was it just not exactly the same to me. Yeah. It's just a little fuzzier. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It was on TMG Unlimited, uh, for March and that one, I'm, you know, I'm assuming it's the same. Uh, um, the this one it has um, lazy head and sleepy bones are both two words. Curiously, <laughs> uh, take that as you will. But yeah, I, I think you're right though about that. Uh, dial a song one. It yeah, it just sounds like they had this song done early or something, and uh, wanted people to hear it. I guess. Right, so I, I'm. I guess that's. Uh, we'll 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 stick with that. So this was a full year before No came out. So I guess this was like the first single then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, speaking of Team G Unlimited, yeah, it does have something in the trivia right here about it. 
All right, so it said, Inspired by the relaxed grooves of the band, we lay all the way back on the couch to capture this 70s <laughs> folk rock vibe. Dan Miller had his eyes almost completely closed as he delivered some <laughs> highly mellow slide guitar, while Dan Hickey created a thick drum and percussion bed in which to crash. Yeah, I love that. Uh, very cute, yes. Uh, <laughs> um I mean, it it kind of makes me wonder, though, if this song was even written for No or not. I mean, the way they talk about the album ending with, you know, tracks that will encourage the child to fall asleep or whatever. Um, it seems like a song, and we'll talk about the lyrical content and whatnot, that, it, you know, it could be just a regular They Might Be Giants song. I mean, for them to be talking about... You know, taking inspiration from the band, uh, as in the band called the band. Um, yeah. And, like, I don't know, just the things they're saying here in the info, like, it could have said, expect to hear this on our upcoming kids album, you know, like, or something right, like right. that. I don't know, I don't know you know. Um, are you a fan of the band? Um, a little bit. I know my, my, um, my mom and dad were, you know, were fans. So, yeah, I, I saw, I didn't see the movie, um, you know, the, uh, the documentary. Which is written, mm-hmm. directed by who's that? The big director. The Scorsese one. Yeah, Scorsese. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Last Waltz. That's yep. It. Last Waltz. Last Waltz. Yeah, yeah. The the, the band kind of goes hand in hand. I mean, obviously with Dylan, um, but I mean with Beatles. That that whole era of um, you know late sixties, seventies rock. Yeah. I mean, you pretty much had to like the band. They're, yeah, they're not my favorite band of the era, but they're definitely a, a good one to put on like for a certain vibe. Yeah, 70s folk rock vibe, as uh, Flans puts it. Well, I'm assuming it's Flans again, as TMBG Unlimited puts it. Um, and so uh, before we get into lyrics, though, what um, what are your favorite elements of the music of Lazy Head and Sleepy Bones? Well, uh, I love the slide guitar. I love the harmony. I'm just a sucker for, for their harmonies. You know, everything from like like Idlewild to and maybe I know to you know. I just I'm such a sucker for the harmony. So I love I love that. And and like I said, the slide guitar and it's, and it's just you know it's, it's just so so you know relaxing and chill. Yeah, it is. And the the percussion he mentions Marty in there. Like, there's this like pretty prevalent shaker going the whole time this kind of loose shakers yeah just a very song is very um groove based like it really is all about just like the vibe of it like it's 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 more vibey than than you know most TMBG songs. Like I, I don't know how many other TMBG songs I would describe as vibey. Yeah. And, and you know what does what does that even mean? I mean, I guess there's all sorts of different kinds of vibes, but you could say like, man, it's so loud in here has a vibe to it, and it's you know like dancing in your face, where this right. has a mellow vibe. But like you know, vibes one of those words where you kind of hear like you know it's something like a hippie might say, right? Like. Oh man, you're harshing my mellow. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like all oh, the vibes on this tune, man. It's giving me good vibes. <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess that's the way that I'm using the word vibe. <laughs> yeah. And I would say that uh, overall, I think for those for that kind of vibe, I think it's more of Flans's, um, you know, uh, area. <laughs> you know, I think he has more of those kinds of songs. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, he 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 does veer toward more towards a mellow song than Linnell does, I would say, uh, just kind of as a generalization. Um, and also, I mean, his vocal delivery is just so relaxed, yeah, and chill. Like it's very, yeah, very soothing. I mean, they're they're a band that I, I don't think is known for their soothing vocals. That's really not one of their, no, uh, right, right. you know, main uh, selling points. You know, in fact, it's one of the things that I think turns a lot of people off to them. It's like, oh, I just don't really like their voices. You know, they're one of those bands. And I, a lot of <laughs> bands, uh, those are some of my favorite bands, are ones where people are like, oh, I don't really like the singer. I'm like, that's the best part. <laughs> like, yeah. what's wrong with you? You know, they have a distinctive vocal tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one, very, very smooth. I'm trying to think of, trying to think of something in their catalog that would even compare to that kind of, the delivery that that Flans is doing here. I don't know. Does anything come to mind for you? Anything that's chill? Yeah. I think the closest might think? be Idlewild, but, you know, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, as far as know, the- I'm just doing a quick, quick <laughs> scan through my brain. I'm not... I mean, there's stuff like um, uh, Careful What You Pack and other... I mean, Flans has some vibey songs, but they, they tend to be more kind of dark darkly chill you know yeah. like kind of chilled out in like a creepy or kind of spooky or kind of sad way but this one is chill and that kind of like you know kick your feet up on the porch you know yeah. you're you're you know just kind of <laughs> hanging out and taking it easy on a nice summer's day you know i can't really think of anything <laughs> off the top of my head that would be like that another thing i like as far as the lyrics is um i mean I, I love I love their songs that have like you know like any kind of clever wordplay like um, I see you um, uh, Mrs. We like um, House at the Top of the Tree and things like that. Um, I wouldn't say this you know exactly like wordplay, but the, the way they do you know the synonyms the, the comparisons like that you know I, I love that too. You know, you know, yeah, sure. Let's go through them then. Yeah, that's it's that's one of the fun parts about this song, and I think you know if, if anything you know teaching. I don't know, maybe first or second graders are where you'd start teaching about synonyms and antonyms and stuff. Um, you know, these two words being the same thing. Uh, this song is it's full of them. And I think for a kid who understands that concept, um, it would be a really fun one to kind of, you know, like really listen in on and be like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Yeah, let's see. We got uh, well. What, what, what's your favorite favorite like little stanza that has a has a synonym uh, mm. like like that? Mm, that's a good. That's uh, a lot of good ones. I would say. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, the identical and twin. Uh, that's a good one. When Sleepy yeah. Bones says identical, Lazy Head says twin. But I think the funniest one is when Sleepy Bones says that something isn't. Lazy Head says it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's such like an inconsequential thing. You know, yeah, it's those, not yeah, those like would be a, my my favorites too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, I mean even some of my high school students they have trouble with contractions, but that would be that would be a good one for that. <laughs> yeah, isn't and it's not. Uh, <laughs> uh it, yeah, there's there's a lot of other funny ways you could go with that, but I think he picks a lot of good ones, and and you know then they also uh, you know rhyme with the ones before them. Um, so let's see what imagination daydreams. 
I think a good one there would be, as far as then and then leading into a rhyme, when Lazy Head uses imagination, Sleepy Bones daydreams. Right. And Sleepy Bones says, it's not what it looks like. And Lazy Head, Lazy Head says, it's not what it seems. I like that daydreams and seems yeah. uh, is, is a cool rhyme there. Uh, thin and twin, shut and it's not. I guess that doesn't really rhyme, but still. Um, it, it, <laughs> I also just love you know the title of the song. Like instead of lazy bones and sleepy head, the swapping around of it. It's such a simple little yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, thing I remember, that just makes it funny. I remember looking looking up because I, I mixed like you know I was wondering if they if they if they really were interchangeable you know or or if they if they just did that did that you know um, um, you know themselves, but. I think what I read was they're fairly interchangeable, so uh, they weren't the first really? ones to switch them hmm. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I was looking for covers, I did find a lazy head. Sleepy Bones, I, I, I wasn't running into as much, but I did find a couple other songs that weren't covers that were just labeled Sleepy Head, or Lazy Head. Um, that I was like, well, let's click on it and make sure it's not a cover. Um yeah, Sleepy Bones, Lazy Head and Sleepy Bones. Well, to me, they almost it, it sounds right just because I've lived with this album for 20 years, you know? It's like, yeah. to me, they are, that's, that is a correct way to say it. But I feel like they were intentionally flipping it around. I don't think that's something that someone would say in normal just conversation. Be like, oh, you're such a sleepy head. Yeah. Lazy Bones, Sleepy Head, like especially Sleepy Head. And for some reason, I, I think the line, you know, they bo- bo- both take naps so long. There's something cute about that. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole idea of this is that they're they're so similar. They should be friends. They do the same things. And, yeah, they both are very tired and like to take naps. Their names are Lazy Head and Sleepy Bones. Uh, I'm just wondering, like, what this... They're having an argument, but they're they're clearly always just very tired, you know, characters. I'm just wondering how casual of an argument this might be. (laughs) The window's closed. No, it's not. It's shut. Hey, be quiet. I'm trying to sleep. (laughs) It is a very cute song. I mean, it's up there with my favorite of their kids songs like it's one that i did sing to zinnia when she was little and i was i was thinking about that when i was researching this i'm like i gotta bust this out for for ramona you know get out the guitar though i'd probably capo it like on the on the wiki here whoever did the guitar tab or or a second person maybe um wrote out some chords with a third fret capo because songs in b flat major which is not a fun guitar key at least a lot of bar chords i mean especially with an acoustic guitar the harder to fret or whatever i mean maybe i'm just a lazy guitarist but yeah i'd probably i'd either change the key maybe bump it down and put it well i don't know instead of starting it on e flag start on an e or maybe start on a d yeah Put it in B major. I don't know. Maybe put it in A major and make it real chill and easy chords. That's that's probably what I would do. But I mean, the chord progression is pretty um, pretty simple. I mean, it's it's nothing like wacky. And I mean, if you want a song to be chill, you're probably not going to be worried too much about doing a whole bunch of dissonant chords and and crazy changes that are you know you're going to stick with you know a pretty standard folk folky vibe you know the band was not known for any sort of prog 
craziness, multimeter key changes, blah, 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 blah. Right. You know, so it's, it's a fairly, uh, I don't know, I, would, I wouldn't say it's a standard chord progression. It's an interesting chord progression, but it's nothing weird, but it definitely fits with the song. It's a weird key for a guitarist to write a song in, um, but maybe he cape on it as well. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so they've only played this song once live, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe they're coming at it from the same perspective as I was and not putting it in my kids program. Maybe they didn't want to play it live because they thought they'd put their whole audience to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did all those kids shows. It's like you, you got to throw a chill song in there somewhere. Yeah, I, I never saw anybody that live. I, it really would have been, I think, really been nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the live show it was on a radio show, so they they never even really played it in front of a crowd, right? At all. It was on the show called Spinning on Air. Um, so it was June 6, 2003. So about a year after um, the album came or I'm sorry, right around like four days after the album came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I always think Noah came out in 2002. Yeah, Noah came out uh, June 11th, 2002. And they played it. Oh, it came out. They played it right before it came out. So clearly they were on a promotional jaunt. Uh, spinning on Air. I'm not sure what that is really. Um, but uh, it's attached, and I also attached this little interview clip here. Yeah. <laughs> I always love their banter, so I figured I'd throw that in there. So I'll, I'll play the banter uh, for the people going right into uh, the track. You guys are going to play a tune from your most recent album, the children's album, No. Yes. Yes, indeed. No. We are doing a song from that album. But this this is kind of a, a sort of an adult song in some ways. I don't know. We've, it was... Designed to be like a lullaby song, but um, uh, it's 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 kind of a little too. Uh, it brings up issues that may be <laughs> too complex yeah. for your young child. Yeah, or at just, bedtime, or, or just maybe uh, too disturbing for a child. But it, the song is called "Lazy Head and Sleepy Bones." Four. Lazy head and sleepy bones always disagree. Though everybody says they should be friends They're too tired to see When Sleepy Bones says he's feeling tired Lazy Head wants to rest When Lazy Head says it's number It's best when lazy head uses imagination. Sleepy bones daydream. Sleepy bones says it's not what it looks like, and lazy head says it's not what it seems. Lazy. Always disagree Though everybody says they should be friends They're too tired to see I, It was 
was, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, of course, I enjoyed it. It was very, it was very faithful, you know, to the, to the recording. And um, uh, uh, Flans' vocals were, you know, just, you know, very, you know, um, I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. Just like, just like with the, with the album version, you know, I don't, I didn't see it here any major differences. I thought, it, I thought it worked very well, you know, in that live format. Yeah, and it's just it's definitely a simplified one. Like it, it it's probably just the Johns there and on the interview and on the performance. Yeah. It's typically how they've done it. It's just easier to than cramming a whole band in somewhere. I mean, sometimes Marty will get in on those performances. Usually, it's Danny and Dan that get kicked out first, so they're like, "Oh, we'll just do a duo." Oh, but Marty, we want you to play a little tambourine or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but no, there's no shaker or anything. It's just acoustic guitar and accordion, which is cool. Um, since the you know the album track doesn't have any accordion on it, it's got some like kind of ambient kind of keyboard sounds, but there's no accordion on the the album track. So it's cool to hear with the just with the guitar and accordion, you know, a duo style. But they keep that chill vibe. Accordion can be very chill and ethereal if you're not pumping it too aggressively. Yeah, I guess they had that that intro was just funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had to include that there. Um, so that's it for the live stuff. I think we're on to the cover section. Are you ready? Yeah. Now here's one not so chill. <laughs> we're going to play this first. So, so two members of my covers crew here, they did it um, back for the um, – they might be songs posting uh, no compilation that came out um, for the uh, 20th – anniversary of no mm-hmm. um and so the whole album was covered that's how these these usually work you can go to tmbs.bandcamp.com and this is kai pfeiffer and ekalimchi okembo who often is the one to head uh head up these tmbs compilations um they go by the the C- ctpb is contrary to popular belief which is what ekalimchi uh like artist name I suppose, stage name, something like that. So Kai Pfeiffer featuring uh, CTPB. Oh, it has oh it has the credits here. So guitars and bass by Eklamchi, vocals, drums, and mixing by Kai. So let's check it out. Lazy hat and sleepy bones always disagree.
I love this so much. What did you think? Yeah. You know, uh, my first thought was, you know, that it, it kind of reminded me of what, of what, uh, Jimmy G did with, um, with robot parade because it, you know, it just took that <laughs> quiet sign, just, you know, <laughs> and, the uh, adult version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But actually, uh, um, especially like, like the, the verses, I could actually hear some harmony and it was, yeah, it was just, um, I really enjoyed the verses too, you know, um, they, it had a nice, it had a nice sound to it besides being, you know, hard, you know, in yeah. your face. Yeah. <laughs> Really? It's still very um, clean and well produced. Like Kai is is a guy who uh, he's, he's excellent um, producer and, and mixer uh, of his own stuff. You know, he records it all at home, and it also always sounds very um, very put together and very polished. Um, I think I have rubbed on rubbed off on him a little bit. Uh, in the time we've known each other, for him to put a little like feedback and dirt and stuff on on some of his recordings. Um, in the time that he's collaborated with me <laughs> and uh he he likes punk and stuff but he tends to like stuff that's more uh melodic you know there's not gonna be a whole lot of screaming and like real like uh, like obnoxious guitar tones but he likes things loud and fast and i think this this combination of these these two uh these two folks doing this version like this it's just it's it's perfect because they take a song um, that's a lullaby and make it the complete opposite. But at the same time, it's very listenable and catchy still. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, melodic, they kept the mel- you know, melodic aspect. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And now for another member of the covers crew, um, these were on, these, these weren't done specifically for this episode. They were done a year ago, you know, but Bryce Hurst is Mobius Boulevard. And this is also on TMBS. Uh, .bandcamp.com under the no tributes. Uh, so I will drop this one in for the folks right here. And in this corner we it's Lazy Head and Sleepy Bones Always disagree Though everybody says they should be friends They're too tired to see Sleepy Bones says he's feeling tired Lazy Head wants to rest When Lazy Head says it's number one Sleepy Bones says it's best When Lazy Head uses imagination Sleepy Bones daydreams says it's not what it looks like and lazy head says it's not what it seems lazy head and sleepy bones always disagree though everybody says they should be friends they're too tired to see Says somebody's skinny. Sleepy Bones says thin. When Sleepy Bones says identical, Lazy Head says. What are your thoughts on Mobius Boulevard's take on it? I like it. Um, 
definitely had a real loungy kind of space lounge vibe. And it was like um, space lounge. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> and it actually, it was, it was kind of like sleepier than the original, <laughs> but, it, but um, it was just cool. You know, it was like, yeah, I really yeah. Had, really had a good vibe. It is. Too. Yeah. It is like, yeah, a, a different kind of chill vibe. And I was listening to just a pinch of it again there. The tempo, I think, is actually a little bit quicker. You wouldn't wouldn't think so, but the way the vocals are delivered, they're delivered in a chill way. But the tempo is, is up just a pinch. But the way the percussion is kind of chill and in the background and like the the synths are right, kind of yeah. like filling up the space like it's it's more chill even though it's just like a pinch faster <laughs> yeah. it doesn't seem like that <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't catch up the first time but you're right yeah it did have you know slightly thicker but yeah yeah it's a a very cool feel and uh very different from kai and eklumchi's version um mm-hmm. one laid in even more into the the sleepy sleepiness like that that can almost be like that kind of like new age music that people use for like meditation or yoga or whatever yeah you know yeah. you know it's kind of like oh just like zoning out like try to put off my troubles out of my mind with these ambient synthesizer music <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, super cool. Um, both very talented uh, uh, people there, mm. um, all three of those. Uh, and then n- Nuclear Bubble Wrap. Nuclear Bubble Wrap is often on these TMBS comps uh, uh, too, but this one is actually from um, – oh, when is this one specifically from? It's, it's definitely older because this is collected on their Bandcamp, nuclearbubblewrap.bandcamp.com, uh, and it's from an album or a collection called Heady X. Explosions, three X's, Heady Explosions, 2009 to 2012. So this one is at least a decade old. This Lazy Head and Sleepy Bones. Uh, so let's check out this one. Mm-hmm. Lazy Head and Sleepy Bones Always disagree Though everybody says they should be friends They're too tired to see When Sleepy Bone says he's feeling tired Lazy Head wants to rest When Lazy Head says it's number one Sleepy Bone says it's best When Lazy Head uses his imagination Sleepy Bone's daydreams Sleepy Bone says it's not what it looks like And Lazy Head says it's not what it seems lazy head and sleepy bones maybe the most faithful cover we've heard oh yes i was i was actually i was impressed because you know it, that's not easy to, to 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 have a sound like so close to the original to their sound because their sound is so you know unique but yeah i was very faithful and um, the harmonies were very similar. I mean, yeah, it was just like I said, and I, 
And that's not easy to do, you know, to, to sound like that. <laughs> that. <laughs> I, I really, I liked it. I like. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of nuclear bubble wrap stuff is very kind of crazy, but this one is is, is surprisingly chill. Um, I guess maybe most of the stuff I've heard from them um, is uh, newer, maybe, I guess. Nuclear bubble wrap is like a legit, you know, band. It's not just like some kind of messing around band camp kind of thing. I mean, their Facebook page, they got over a thousand likes on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've, they've done quite a lot over the years but i think it started just as this this person that you see or two people that you see on the cover of their artwork there in the band camp i think it started just as kind of like a, a kind of bedroom pop project um but i love the cover art there too it gives a, a quite a f- uh, flaming lips vibe uh i don't know if you're a fan of them but the the art aesthetic there on the cover is very cool i like that mm-hmm. this is alan thornton and this is uh, seven years ago. Yeah, 2016, doing Lazy Head and Sleepy Bones on ukulele. So why don't you click on that and give it a little listen. Lazy Head and Sleepy Bones Always disagree Everybody says they should be friends they're too tired to see When Sleepy Bones says he is feeling tired Lazy Head wants to rest When Lazy Head says it is number one Sleepy Head says it's best when Lazy Head uses imagination, Sleepy Bones daydream. I mean, talk about chill vibes. Yeah. Something about, something about this performance, like he just really like kind of lays into it and kind of relaxes, like not so much relaxing the tempo, but almost just like not as like clicked into like, you know, a metronome tempo. It's very um, kind of ebbs and flows, and you can really tell he's like feeling it, and that he likes the song. Yeah, you dig it. He seems to be enjoying it too, <laughs> performing the song. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, the facial expressions <laughs> and stuff. Really good ukulele player, though. There's a lot. Of, there's some little finger picking and stuff in there, not just like full on, you know, just like hashing it through with strums. Sounds really good. I'm glad I found that. Okay, so now it's time to score this song. So zero to ten. If you need decimal points, you may use them. Scoring it within the Team BG canon. And uh, for reference, let's see what it is on the wiki, which always skews high. Um, but it's it's ranked at three sixty six out of nine ten, so not very high. Uh, so that's an average rating of 8.39. <laughs> so uh, a high score, but there's 365 songs that are higher. <laughs> uh, what are you scoring, Lazy Head and Sleepy Bones? Well, um, I was trying to decide, you know, because I, I, probably, I probably give it a higher score, like, you know, in, in terms of the, of the kids' stuff. But um, 
and the overall, you know, and the whole in the whole catalog, I try it would probably be about uh, um, seven point five. Yeah, same. I mean, same kind of reasoning here. Like I said, it's it's one of my favorite songs. I know, um, one of my favorite of their kids songs in general. It's just really got a unique vibe like for TMBG as a whole like that's just for their kids albums like they really didn't focus too much on like lullaby stuff for the rest of their kids albums that wasn't really a concern of theirs um you know and then they had that bed 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 book which was you know meant to be before bed um the, yeah so it's it's very unique for them mm-hmm. but they it i mean it, they really sound comfortable in this vibe it's kind of it's almost a shame that like they don't bust this kind of thing out more. Maybe they need to take more inspiration from the band, you know, in their adult stuff. I mean, let's get you know, I could I could use a cool song, uh, you know, with a groove like this, you know, uh, for you know a modern TMBG adult song would be cool. Um, but yeah, stacking it up against everything uh, is always tough. Mm-hmm. I think. What did you go? Seven point five. Yeah. That sounds about right. That sounds about right, really. I'm going to go I'm going to go 7.1, just a little bit below you. Definitely worth a 7. Great kids song. Um yeah, just great tune in general. I need to to get my guitar out and play this for uh the girls for sure. Uh so anything you want to plug here, Kim? You want to tell people where to find you on social media? Or uh, any any hobbies or anything people can uh, uh, check out that you got going on anything like that. Well, just uh, the only thing uh, only thing I really have um, I've been working on really uh, related to them is um is my uh, <laughs> my sing along sketchbook which sketchbooks plural oh, because okay. way back in uh, I can't remember year offhand but um, I started this project where I like I draw I draw um, an illustration or a sketch. For every song on every album, okay, nope. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing these actually. Not to mention it, and um, I, I'm actually I'm up to right now. I'm, I'm almost finished. Well, I'm getting near the end of uh, of Join Us, so I've, I've made quite a lot of uh, <laughs> sketchbooks. And this is every song on, on each of those albums. I've been I've been told Plansburg, I said on on Tumblr, I said, you know, um, um, I'm trying to I'm trying to, to finish all these all your sketches for all your albums, but um, you keep making new ones. I can't keep up. He's, he's like, keep up. <laughs> he wrote that. <laughs> oh yeah, nice. Yeah. That's great. That's it's a lot of fun. And the thing is, I, I don't, I don't actually do drawings of them except maybe a little in, in a silhouette, like in a couple of them and of sketches. But most of uh-huh. them are like, but mostly they're like they represent my, um, you know, my impressions of the song, my interpretations. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so yeah, I post them. I post them sometimes on on Facebook, like celebrate the birthdays of the albums and um and um yeah, yeah what, how, what would would there be an easy way for people to go and and, and find these to look at them well i have my facebook I, i'm thinking of where else you know deck, but i don't really have any like um any other sites for myself except i do post them on tumblr you know once in a while on, on the giant stuff and um, oh okay well there are yeah. like if people went to your personal tumblr would they be able to find them yeah, I do have a I do have a Deviant Art account, so I might I might post more of them on there. I have some on there, but I might do yeah, that. that'd be a good place to do that. I mean, yeah, you should. I mean, this episode will come out in about two or three weeks. You should uh, tell people what your Deviant Art name is, and then maybe you can get them up. 
uh, by the yeah. time this episode goes up. How do they find you on there? What's your, like, the, I don't know how that works. Screen name? Artist name? Yeah, they're on Facebook and just, uh, just use my name, you know, Kim Lumpkin. But um, other than that, um, nothing really well, except, except a few on Tumblr, like I said. That's about, that's about all I have so far. Well, if you put them on DeviantArt, how would they find you on there? Uh, do you have like, I don't know right, how that works. Do you have like a screen name on DeviantArt or like do they search by your real name on DeviantArt or how do they find you on there? I think it's, I, uh, I can't remember now. I think I might screen me, but it's, it's, I believe it's Kalem US or Kalem US. I, I think so. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right, awesome. Uh, well, I yeah, I, I do remember seeing some of those as you've as you've posted them. I want to go back and take a look. That's a fun, a fun, a fun project to do. And and yeah, something for every song. I mean, I'm doing an episode on every song, and it's just you know same same deal. I'm like, oh, another album. That's that's 14 more <laughs> yeah. episodes to do or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but you know the songs are great, so can't complain too much. Uh, Kim, thanks so much for being on. Thank you so much. All right. All right. You have a good rest of your Friday night, Kim. Thanks again. You too. Thank you.